From the director of Pirates of the Caribbean comes The Weatherman, starring Nicolas Cage. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about The Weatherman, which is a 2005 film directed by Gore Verbinski, who is most famous for directing the original Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy and a couple of and, and movies like Rango and stuff like that. So this one is really off the beaten path for him and it's also one that I just remember really liking at the time despite kind of very mixed responses to it so I wanted to talk about it especially because the central performance by Nick Cage is fantastic. So the general premise of the movie is that Nicolas Cage plays a weatherman, a Chicago weatherman named David Spritz. Um, He is successful in his job but he is not well-liked in any other aspect of his life. He is, you know, people chuck milkshakes at him for getting the, the weather wrong or whatever because he's not, a, you know, people don't respect him because he's not a meteorologist. And, you know, his family life is in shambles. He feels like he's in the shadow of his father, who's a Pulitzer Prize-winning novelist played by Michael Caine. And it's all, you know, his his life is a whole mess. And so we're basically finding him at this giant point in transition because he's tr- he's auditioning for a basically a good morning america job uh for to be their weather their new weather person and he's trying to fix up fix up things with his kids and he's trying to see whether or not he and his ex-wife have a future and in the meantime his his uh his father has just been diagnosed with very um far progressed lymphoma so he's trying to kind of make peace with him there And I think the thing that makes this movie work so well is that it is so darkly funny. It is a dark comedy. And Nicolas Cage is a guy as an actor who is just built for dark comedies because you need to kind of like him, but he also needs to kind of be a dick throughout the entire movie. And he does such a good job of it. So you can see he is, he captures that perfect kind of overly enthusiastic fakeness when he does the weatherman segments. And you can tell why people think he's good and engaging, but you can also be like, oh, I hate that dick. Like that's kind of what what most weather guys are anyway. And uh, you can see how he is with his family. He's just awkward. He doesn't seem to know how to talk to them, you know, despite being this great performer. And uh, so he's really nervous all the time. And so he takes up archery to try to calm his nerves. That's why he carries, you know, has the big bow and arrow in the the, the DVD cover, which I have. And so it, it ends up having a lot of more, you know, because it has this darkly funny setup, it has a lot more impactful moments down the line where people are facing, you know, big decisions and death. And there's some moments with, you know, with Michael Caine and Nicolas Cage as father and son that are truly, truly moving, despite going, starting in in very absurd directions. And, and that's, that's one of the things that's so, so fun about this. And also, you know, I think there's a lot of other things like Nicolas Cage's character being very upfront about like, oh, his, you know, this is a problem that his daughter is having. It's like, oh, can't, this is awkward, but it's undeniable and things like that. So, 
it it is it's it's very fun and it that manic kind of ah, I don't know what I'm doing cage energy is really good and I think one of the things that Nicolas Cage is undersold at is that he is very good at playing put-upon characters, not just kind of smarmy and kind of weird characters, but also put-upon characters. Like when he, when the world is against him, he's kind of, uh, he's good at playing kind of a sad sack or kind of just a, uh, you know, like unsure of himself kind of guy. He's really good at that. And so, and so that means that the peaks and valleys in his energy make sense because you can tell when he's in his element and when he isn't. And the direction is great. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of cool visuals that are put together. Um, you know, how manufactured the weather scenes are, you know, the scenes are, the auditions are when he's going for the new thing. And then how somber some of the other scenes are. And then there's some ridiculous slow motion shots like towards the end with uh, Nicolas Cage carrying a bow and arrow through the streets of NYC. So it's all, I like I said, I, I'm not going to spoil too much about it because I want people to actually watch it for themselves, but I thoroughly enjoy it. It still sticks with me to this day. So if you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. So this is another edition of the 12 Days of Cage. We're still rolling. We've got more coming, uh, more absurdity coming. So be sure to stay tuned for more. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.